0: Welcome to Falcons Pod Talk, your one-stop shop for all things NFL and your Atlanta Falcons.
1: And now, here are your hosts, Sam and Joe. All right, Sam, are you ready? Start of the season, 2020,
0: absolutely, man, I've been dying for this. Uh, uh, You know, for a while, we were kind of wondering if it was going to happen at all, Um, you know, talking about... You know, we had, uh, you know, COVID this year, obviously, you know, I'm sure that needs no introduction. Um, just been totally nuts, uh, you know, ruined the uh, – shut down the preseason, uh, really limited training camp. So, I mean, I think one of the biggest things that I'm looking forward to, man, looking at week one, uh, just really to see what's going on with that. You know, teams are probably going to, you know, kind of be sloppy out the gate, and, you know, it really um, – it changed the way that roster construction happened uh I know for the falcons uh we kept ab- uh zero undrafted free agents, you know guys who didn't have a history didn't really have a chance to show you know their production on the field um I think that's a big thing about this uh this year that's a you know big change. what do you think Joe?
1: yeah, I think with no preseason games no intra-squad practices. It's going to lead to a lot of sloppy play. Another impact will be home field advantage. With crowds not filling the stadiums, opposing teams will have an easier time communicating at the line of scrimmage.
0: Yeah. Um. Another one, you know, big one, uh, you know, how much has changed in this offseason? Before COVID even started, before any of that, just people that you thought of as marquee players, uh, you know, people that were a face of a franchise. How many of them are in, like, just new places, new uniforms? It's really going to be weird this year, man.
1: You know? Uh, yeah. Or to the new faces in new places, Tom Brady in Tampa Bay, New Look Patriots with Cam Newton. Yep. Philip Rivers in Indianapolis. Teddy Bridgewater, Carolina, New Look Team, Matt Rule. Yep. And Big Ben comes back. He should bring – he should make – he should elevate the play of everybody on offense. The receivers, I'm sure they're giddy, have something to look forward to.
0: Absolutely. And I mean, even even outside of the quarterback position, people who have been, you know, with one team for their entire career, Jason Witten, uh, Greg Olson, you know, older guys that have just spent their entire career with one team. You, when you think Jason Witten, you think Cowboys. It's going to be really weird to see him in a race this year.
1: And the third thing that we're going to talk about this week are the top games in week one. The top team, the top games that we're looking forward to. I know there's three or four of them that I'm looking forward to, uh starting with tonight's game, Thursday night's game, Texans Chiefs. What do you think, Sam?
0: Hell yeah, man. Uh great way to start out the season. Uh two young quarterbacks that are just absolutely phenomenal at the top of their game, and Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes. Uh, you know, to me this comes down to uh, you know, obviously Deshaun is is a, is a great guy to have on have running your offense, but losing DeAndre Hopkins, I I don't really know what you're getting back in David Johnson. To me, the big thing this week is the Texans' defensive secondary. Can they slow down Chiefs passing attack? You know, uh, Bradley Roby, Gary and Connolly, Lonnie Johnson, Vernon Hargreaves. Who's going to cover a Tyree Kill or a? Can they stop the Chiefs? That's what I'm looking
1: at, man. Well, as a Dolphins fan, I'm looking for the Texans to lose and lose all season long. We got their first and second round picks this year, so go Chiefs. (laughs) Absolutely. And then I think the next game of the week is Tampa Bay Buccaneers, New Orleans Saints. How can it not be? Tom Brady, Drew Brees, new faces in Tampa Bay.
0: Yep. I know you
1: got to look forward to that game Sam.
0: Yeah, uh, you know, um, I mean, I hate them both. I don't know who the hell to root for. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, it's – I mean, everybody is kind of anointed uh, Tom Brady and Drew Brees, you know, um, as they're just – going into the season, it's just a foregone conclusion that these teams are going to run away with the division. Uh, You know, I think the best – You know, the most interesting thing here is right out the gate, you've got a test of, you know, who's better, uh, who's got their, you know, who's got it together. Um, You know, one of the biggest things that we're looking at with this, you know, we talked about it earlier when we were talking about COVID, continuity. The Saints have more continuity than anybody else in the NFL. Uh, Sean Payton is going into his 14th or 15th season as the head coach there. Uh, You know, they've kept the uh, unit – very largely intact, you know, with a couple of additions on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, Whereas, you know, the Bucs, quite a bit of turnover. I mean, look at that. You got a new guy in the most important position on the field. You know, Uh, to me, especially at home, continuity wins. I'm taking the Saints over the Bucs. I mean, I think they're a better football team in general, but, you know, that's me.
1: All right. Gives a early pick revealer there.
0: Um, Eh, Sorry, I got a little excited
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, Uh, I think I'm also looking forward to uh, Titans Broncos I think Titans are one of the best teams in the league Derrick Henry A.J. Brown, Johnny Smith Ryan Tannehill I think they're going to have a good offense Solid defense Jeffrey Simmons second year They're a team to watch out for this year
0: Yeah, absolutely Uh, You know, they did lose some veteran leadership on the defensive side of the ball there. And Logan Ryan, he's now with the Giants. Uh, you know, I'm looking forward to a guy to watch in that game on the Titans side of the ball. Christian Fulton, rookie defensive corner. Uh, you know, he's he's stashed uh, kind of deep down in the depth chart right now. But, you know, some of these guys, Jonathan Joseph, Adoree Jackson, Malcolm Butler, uh, you know, Fulton plays his cards right, he could be looking at serious starting time pretty early on. You know, Jonathan Joseph, I think is like 38, 39 years old. It's that's just insane. Um on the Broncos side of the ball, you know, I mean, this is a this is a tight one, man. You know, the Broncos they lost Von Miller for the year. They got Bradley Chubb back, who they had lost all last year. You know, I mean, that that's that's really huge for that team. Um, you know, they added some veterans, te- some veterans to the defense, and AJ Boye on, at corner, uh, Jarrell Casey from the Titans. Revenge game, my player to watch on the Broncos. Uh, you know that that's huge for them. But the offensive side of the ball is extremely young. Uh, you know, we got Drew Lock. You got Jerry Judy as a rookie. You know, uh, Cortland Sutton is a young guy too. They got some young pieces on the defense or on the offensive line, you know, uh, will experience when or not, you know, I mean, that, that's definitely a huge game to watch Monday at 10 20.
1: Yeah. I think I like what the Broncos did in the off season. You know, they're, they're going to go as far as drew lock will take them. What does he look like in his second year? I like what they did for him in the off season, giving him. Jerry Judy in the draft, KJ Hamler, adding Melvin Gordon to Philip Lindsay, Cortland Sutton. Yeah, they got a good offensive team. So You're... I'm looking forward to seeing what they do. I'm expecting big things from them. I, I... Uh, another. <laughs> what was that, Sam?
0: I said I am too, man,
1: for sure. I think another game that we're all looking forward to this weekend. Another big game, Packers and Vikings. Whoever wins that game, you know, possibly could take that division down. Aaron Rodgers, he's going to be coming out for blood after they drafted quarterback in the first round. So yeah. I think uh, that's going to be a fun game to watch.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, you know, the Packers. I, I think that they're a team that should be uh, one of the top two seeds in the NFC. Um, I'm, I'm very high on them this year because you're absolutely right. This do or die for Aaron Rodgers, I think, and um, you know. I don't see any way that you could be more motivated than that man right there. Still one of the great talents in the NFL. Looking forward to that game, too. All
1: right, Sam. And since this is the Falcons Pod Talk podcast, I'm going to let you take it away as you preview week one, Falcon Seahawks.
0: That just sent me some chills, man. Let me tell you, I didn't know if this season was going to happen, but here we are, Falcon Seahawks, 1 o'clock on Sunday. I am excited about this game. You know, uh it's getting some, you know, a little bit of uh, you know, national national recognition, coverage. You know, anytime you're playing the Seahawks, Russell Wilson, they're one of those NFL media darlings, so we get some talk, which means, you know, they can't help but talk about Atlanta a little bit. Gotta love that. Uh, but you know what? I, I think that when we when you look at this game, uh one of the big things to look at and to think about. You know, we're talking about people coming out rusty with COVID, not having a preseason. Uh, You know, both of these quarterbacks have been around for a long time. You know, uh, they, they, not, not a whole ton of new faces in the skilled positions. You know, Todd Gurley at running back for Atlanta, of course. um, You know, but for the most part, you've got veteran guys who know what they're doing. I'm not expecting a whole lot of dysfunction or rust to come into this. to you know drastically affect the outcome. Um you know last year the Falcons and the Seahawks played. Uh the Falcons almost won that game with Matt shot at quarterback. So to me, I I'm I'm looking at that and that gives me a lot of confidence. Yes, the Seahawks added Jamal Adams to the defensive secondary and Quandre Diggs at the free safety position. Uh, but you know, I'm not crazy about Quentin Dunbar. I'm not crazy about Shaquille or uh, Shaquille Griffin uh, at the corner positions. Not when you're going against Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley. This defense is not the Legion of the boom. This is not who they used to be. Yeah. They got Bruce Irvin back. So they've got, you know, that old look linebacker spot, but they, they don't have the kind of pass rush power that they used to have. They don't have the kind of coverage chops they used to have against Atlanta's offense. I don't see, I don't see them standing a chance. What do you think, man? Come on, let's get a little, uh, you know, neutral. <laughs>
1: An outsider's perspective? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, well, I think the Seahawks got to travel all the way across the country. Um, Russell Wilson is one of the best players in the league. So, you know, you're always going to have a chance in any game when you have one of the best players in the league and he plays quarterback. Yeah. Um, that being said, in his career, he's 4-4 four and four on opening day. And one of those games was against the Dolphins, one of those victories. And in that game, Kenny Stills dropped a bomb, perfect pass from Ryan Tannehill, which would have been a touchdown. He catches that ball, Seahawks lose, Russell Wilson's 3-5. and So I think Russell Wilson is one of those guys who gets better as the season goes on, and that's what you want. You want your players, your team, you want to get better as the season goes on. You want to peak at the end of the season, and that's what I think he does. Um, absolutely. That being said with the Falcons, you got weapons, you got weapons on offense. I like Matt Ryan. He's 36 years old. I like Calvin Ridley, Julio Jones. You picked up Hayden Hurst, play tight end. And if Todd Gurley can have a bounce back here, he's still young. He's only what? 25 years old. Yeah. I like the offense. And so I think they can score with almost anyone in the league. If everything's hitting on all cylinders and, uh, Given that this is going to be a you know a do or die year, I like the Falcons in this game.
0: Hell yeah, man! I mean, there is you know I would be remiss if we didn't talk about you know the uh, the more sketchy side too. You know, you want to talk about the de- the defensive secondary for the Falcons is something that is capital U unproven. They uh, lost Desmond Trufant, replaced him with rookie corner AJ Terrell out of Clemson. Um, you know you've got Terrell you as a rookie you've got a second year man at Kendall Sheffield third year man and Isaiah Oliver that is your starting three corners you've got Darquise Denard they signed uh in, late in the off season as uh you know some veteran leadership from Cincinnati uh, he was a great slot corner he might end up pushing Kendall Sheffield out for the slots for the slot position especially early on in the year um, if they're, you know, a little unsettled there, um, but this, this unit is young and I'm proven, you know, I mean, you've, and you've got Russell Wilson. So, I mean, what my, my factor for the defense and that secondary, you know, what people tell you, I could tell you all day long that Terrell looks good against Julio and camp, but you know, I mean, until, until the lights come on and the pads come on, it's a totally, you know, you don't know. Uh, I think that something that we should be watching for the Falcons is Keanu Neal coming back from his second straight season ending injury. Um, he played four games total in the last two seasons. When he was on the field, there is a complete change in the attitude of the defense. He is the enforcer. He is the, if you want to say, if you want to use the term, he is the can chancellor of this defense. He sets the tone for the entire unit. If you can get a healthy bounce back year from him, this is a completely different defensive unit. So I think that on the defensive side of the ball, you know, yes, there are some stud playmakers that I'm always counting on and Grady Jarrett, Deion Jones, Dante Fowler now this year, but Keanu Neal is my difference maker on the defense. Especially in week one, want to see what he looks like with uh, you know, trying to shake off that rust. You know,
1: look at what we've got in a player here. Yeah, you guys you guys just need to be able to have some players that are able to make plays because, you know, playing in the division you're playing in, you're going to give up points. You're going to give up yards. Drew Brees, Tom Brady, they're going to get theirs. You're not going to sh- completely shut those guys out, you know. So with Dante Fowler, some of those other guys you mentioned, he can apply some pressure and uh, hopefully force quarterbacks into making mistakes. You know, that's, that's your way to success on defense.
0: Right. Right. You know, this is not a, uh, not a unit that you can depend on to give you a ton of coverage sacks, especially in the early offing. We have to have pressure to help out those young guys in the secondary. Um, uh, yeah, but so this game, you know, I mean, this is uh it's going to be a fun one for sure. Um, uh, you know, I've got the Falcons edging out. Sounds like you do
1: too. Um, uh, Talking about the season, you know, I mean. Hopefully. Yeah, you want to give us a little uh, season prediction here for your Falcons? Just, a, yeah. you know, not an exact, but a little, you know, a broad range. What, yeah. what direction do you think the team's going to go?
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I think it, at this point, you know, I'd be looking to do, you know, there's something where I'd want to talk about throughout the throughout the, uh, throughout the season. I'll use this this time to talk about, you know, kind of the state of the union for the Falcons and, you know, where we stand. But for week one, I think a season prediction is a great idea. I think, um, you know, I'm going to take broad strokes here, you know, because of what this unit has done under coach Dan Quinn and how wildly inconsistent we have been as a team. Um, You know, from the talent on this team, this should be an 11 and 5, 12 and 4 if everything breaks right kind of team. But we finished the last uh, two years in a row at seven and nine. So, I mean, it's it's wild. Do I think they're a better team than last year? Absolutely. So, I mean, what, how much? It really depends on health, and it depends on, you know, what happens with uh, if, if the coaching staff can get this unit, you know, up to, up to production. So, yes, it's a wide swath, but I have them going really anywhere from 8 to 8 to 11 and 5. Like I said, if everything breaks right, perfect world, 12 and 4. What do you think? Am I sugarcoating that a little bit too much?
1: No, I think you're. I think you're. You know, you're right on target with that. This is a team that's the last. This is their last chance. I think if they don't get it done, or they don't get really close, you know, get to the you know conference championship or something like that, you know, they're gonna they're gonna have to break it up and and,
0: and rebuild. Atlanta um, projected to be forty million dollars over the cap for next year. It, this is it. Do or die.
1: Yeah. So uh, I think you're right, you know, in your projections, if everything goes right, you're looking at, yeah, you could win 11, 12 games. If not, things go wrong again. You're looking at seven wins. So, um, you know, this is just from, you know, an AFC fans perspective, but that's how, that's how I look at the Falcons. I, you know, a couple of years ago, I thought they were set to be, you know, possibly the next dynasty. I mean, you had the best wide receiver in the NFL you had two great running backs you had a great quarterback you know your defense was solid is everything was looking great and then you know it just didn't it didn't work out um but you know they have they have the ability to you know they played well at the end of end, end of the year last year and uh everything works well goes ball bounces in their favor they're going to win more games they got the players to do it
0: yeah yeah we've uh definitely put in the work in the off season um, you know, I'm I'm happy with the coaching changes. I want to see Raheem Morris run this defense and see if he can really uh, catch up on that six and two finish that you were talking about to end last year. Um, but I mean, who knows? You could see that one and seven team from the beginning of last year all over again. I, I sure hope not. But I I'm walking into this week cautiously optimistic.
1: So all right, let's uh. So let's move on to our week one picks. Where I think what we're going to do is we're going to keep a a running count, we're going to keep track of our picks. And in addition to picking every game, we're not going to pick against the spread. We're just going to pick winners and losers. But in addition to picking every game, we're going to pick a lock of the week and an upset of the week and keep track of all those. And then come the end of the year, we're going to, we're going to place a wager on who, who, who will have the better record. And uh, I I think we'll figure out what the winner of that wager gets as the season progresses. But um, what do you think, Sam?
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, bragging rights above all. But, you know, uh, yeah, uh, I'm sure there will be something in there that uh, we'll we'll let them know eventually, right? All right, so let's get into some of these picks, all right? Um, We did talk about, as one of the uh, highlight games, we talked about the Texans and Chiefs. Um, You know, it's a game we're both looking forward to. Where are you going on this one?
1: I'm going with the Chiefs. Super Bowl champs week one Patrick Mahomes I like the Chiefs in this one I'm not plus I want the Texans to lose. I want Miami's got their first and second round pick so yep Back. okay
0: uh, I agree I'm taking the Chiefs as well like I said I, I don't think that the Texans uh, defense can keep up with that Chiefs passing attack. Uh, I got them win that one in a shootout um, all right Seahawks Falcons for a one o'clock game.
1: I like the Falcons in this game. Uh, I think the Seahawks got to travel across the country. Russell Wilson isn't always at the top of his game in the beginning of the year, and it's a make-or-break year for the Falcons, so give me the Falcons.
0: Absolutely. I'm taking them, two at home, do or die uh, this year. Um, On paper, the Falcons should be able to hang with just about anybody, uh, and they did almost beat the Seahawks last year with their backup quarterback starting. So I'm going to take the Falcons as well. Uh, Moving on.
1: We got Jets at Bills,
0: 1 o'clock. I
1: like the Bills in this game. I think the Jets aren't a very good team. They don't have a very good head coach.
0: Yeah, and they just traded away their best player. Agreed. (laughs) Bills at 1 o'clock. Another game, we got Packers at Vikings. We covered this one a little bit as well. What's your pick?
1: I I like Aaron Rodgers and the Packers in this game. I think he's motivated.
0: Agreed. Uh, this one's going to be a bit of a slugfest. That Vikings D is always something to be feared. Uh, Secondary is a little bit weaker, but that front seven is still very, very strong, especially with Yannick and Gakaway now. Uh, but, yeah, I'm taking it back in that one. Uh, Dolphins at Patriots.
1: All right. My Dolphins at the New England Patriots. Well, I'm not going to pick against the Dolphins in week one. Plus, I think they got a good shot at winning. I take the Dolphins, Ryan Fitzpatrick and the Dolphins. They are the future.
0: Yeah, I, I'm agreeing with the Dolphins on this one, too. Um, you know, not to agree with you on every single pick here. But, yeah, no, uh, I'm taking the Dolphins on this one, too. Uh, I, I'm just not a fan of the Patriots uh, defense anymore, and I don't believe in camp. Eagles at Washington football team.
1: I'm taking the Eagles. I like Zach Ertz, Dallas Goddard. Uh, yep. Carson Wentz, strong team. Yep. Washington, you know, their their head coach has cancer. They're young in their rebuilding process.
0: Well, uh, yes, I, I agree. Uh, the Washington football team's defensive front is going to be absolutely nasty in the, fu- in the future. Um, you know, it's going to take them a couple weeks to get it together, though. Um, and the one thing that ever destroys the Eagles is health. Week one, Carson Wentz is good to go. You know, who knows how long he's good to go for, but he is here, so I'm taking the Eagles as well. Browns at Ravens.
1: All right. This is going to be my upset pick of the week. I know everybody's expecting the Ravens to take down the Browns, but I like the Browns this year. I I like Baker Mayfield coming into his third year. He had a down year in season two. He's got weapons. Miles Garrett's coming back from suspension. Look out for the Browns week one to make a statement.
0: All right. That is a, uh, that is an upset, man. Holy crap. Um, I'm staying with the Ravens here. Um, You know what? I am a little bit higher on the Browns this year. I think that uh, Mayfield will turn it around. uh, Just a sophomore slump. Um, I, I don't know. If I really like the cohesion in that locker room, Odell Beckham, I think, is a locker room cancer. Um, But I I just think that Ravens defense is too stout anyway. Um, You know, I'm looking forward to the the Ravens and uh, newly acquired J.K. Dobbins running down the Browns' throats. Uh, Bears at
1: Lions. I'm going to go with defense in this game. I think usually in the beginning of the season, defenses are ahead of offenses and the bears have a better defense.
0: Okay. I'm going to disagree with you again, man. I got the lions on this one. Uh, Matt Stafford coming back with a vengeance. I think that the bears just Mitch Trubisky is now the starter again, but his faith is completely been, you know, his, I, I, if Mitch Trubisky cannot have one ounce of confidence left. Um, I, I don't believe in him anymore. I, I just, no, Lions. <laughs> if he's got any confidence, it's week one. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, man. Colts at Jags.
1: Well, the Jags are obviously selling the team off. Um, the Colts have one of the best offensive lines in football. One of the best linebackers in football. Darius Leonard, Phillip Rivers, Rivers, New home. I like the Colts. I like
0: the Colts as well. I like the Colts for a team to make some serious noise in that division. And I like the Jags to have the number one overall pick in Trevor Lawrence next year. So I'm taking Colts. Uh, Raiders at Panthers last one o'clock game of the week.
1: I like the Raiders in this game. I like, I think Derek Carr, this is his make or break year. He's either going to stay a Raider or he's not. Josh Jacobs, they got a great offensive line. Josh Jacobs, they're going to look to pound the football. Panthers had a bad defense last year. So oh, Give me the Raiders.
0: Yep, I'm going to agree on this one too. Panthers are rebuilding. The Raiders are trying to save the ship. Uh, I'm, I'm going the Raiders. Um, yeah, even in Carolina. Okay, four o'clock game. We have the Chargers at the Bengals.
1: I'm going with the Chargers. Ah, Tyrod Taylor's a veteran quarterback. I think Joey Bosa is going to wreak havoc. Welcome Joe Burrow to the NFL. Going with the Chargers.
0: All right. This game, I did really go back and forth on because I like the Chargers defense a lot. Um, and. Really uh, what killed it for me was Derwin James Uh, with, with him gone uh, and that secondary opening up a little bit. uh, You can kind of just stay away from Desmond King's side. Uh, I like the Bengals in this one. Uh, I think that Joe Burrow is going to come out hot with something to prove chip on his shoulder. Uh, And, you know, Cincinnati's got some weapons for once. Uh, You know, this is, this is a different Benuels team. And I think that they're going to try and put it together and pull off Stunner in week one. All right. Bucks at Saints, 425.
1: Bucks at Saints. I'm looking forward to this one. Um, Tom Brady, new look Buccaneers. I think they're going to be able to put some points on the board, but the Saints are a more established team and you're going to have some growing pains early on in the season with the Buccaneers. Give me the Saints.
0: Okay. I am also going to go with the Saints. And I am. Yeah. I, I, I'm I'm just not seeing not seeing Tom Brady overcoming the continuity here in New Orleans. Uh, I I'm taking true breeze Saints in that one. Other 425 game. You've got Cardinals at 49ers.
1: I think the 49ers have the edge in this game. They have a strong running game. George Kittle, possibly one of the best offensive – not possibly one of, but maybe the best offensive player in football. He's hard to stop. Give me the Niners.
0: This is my upset of the week right here, going with the Cardinals. I like Kyler Murray with DeAndre Hopkins. I like that, you know, this this team – I, I, for some reason, I'm hot on the cards right now. And the Niners, they lost a big piece in DeForest Buckner um, I, right in the middle of their defense there. I know that they did draft Javon Kinlaw to replace him. Uh, but, you know, there's been some injury, uh, you know, nagging injury stuff through camp. Uh, you know, I, I just expect him to be off to a bit of a slow start. And I think that, you know, this is one that's going to be kind of a stunner. You know, the Niners have a little bit of that, you know, Super Bowl hangover. I know I hated hearing that all through 2017. And every time Chris Collinsworth opens his voice, that's all I hear. Um, But I believe in it. And the Niners have some. I see it. You know, um, I'm taking the cards in this one. Upset of the week. Okay. Eight o'clock game. Cowboys at Rams.
1: Well, I like the Cowboys in this game. I think the Rams have some good weapons on offense, some good weapons on defense, but the Cowboys have too much on offense. They're going to be able to keep up with the, with the Rams on the scoreboard. Give me the Cowboys week one.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to agree with you on this. Yes. The Rams have the best defensive player in football in Aaron Donald. I think that the Rams might have the best corner in the league too. In Jalen Ramsey, Um, you know, I think Jair Alexander might be creeping up on him a little bit now, but Jalen Ramsey is still a solid defensive player, um, you know, but the Cowboys have a ton of weapons. So, you know what? Yeah, maybe he erases Amari Cooper for the game, but what? You've got CeeDee Lamb. You've got Zeke Elliott. You know, like there, there is just options galore on this team. You know, Michael Gallup, uh, you know, the, Darwin now at tight end. I like this team to come out and beat the Rams here at on the Sunday night game. Good game though. Monday we got two
1: games: Steelers at Giants. All right. Well, I've got the Steelers in this game. I think they're, you know, their their defense is probably going to take a little bit of a step back, but they still have so many stars on that defense: Mika Fitzpatrick, Cameron Hayward, Devin Bush. I mean, the list goes on and on. I can't name them all. Um, And the Giants, you're one of a rebuilding process. Steelers.
0: Yep. I am going with the Steelers as well on that. Uh, Ben Roethlisberger coming back is huge. And the defense has something to play for, um, you know, and a little bit of added incentive after uh, Ryan Shazier announced his retirement this week. Uh, You know, he was trying to come back from that back injury, um, you know, and just, you know, never was able to do it. Uh, You know, heartbreaking story uh, for sure uh, from a really promising young linebacker. Um, But these guys have something to play for, you know, a little chip on their shoulders coming into this, getting Ben Roethlisberger back and, you know, uh, the hype from that. And the Giants are still a really young uh, team, not a whole ton of talent, um, you know, there there's definitely some highlights uh, you know, but they're still developing. They're still building. Uh new coach. Uh I'm gonna double down and I'm gonna say that this is my lock of the
1: week. Steelers over the Giants. I like it. I like that. I like that. I you know, I fought with myself over that being lock of the week. Um But uh I think we move into the second game on Monday night, and that's Titans Broncos. Yeah. And that's gonna be my lock of the week. And I'm taking the Titans all the way in that game. I think the Titans have been building for a couple of years with Mike Vrabel, uh, Derek Henry, Ryan Tannehill, A.J. Brown's second year, Johnny Smith at tight end. Look for him to have a breakout season. I think they're going to have a strong – they're a strong offense. The defense is going to be tough with Jeffrey Simmons on the D-line coming into his second year. It's They're going to be a hard team to deal with, and I'm taking the Titans for my lock of the week.
0: Okay. I, I, I agree with you. I'm taking the Titans as well. I I wouldn't have gone as far to call it lock of the week though. I think that that's a really tight game, man. I I mean, Von Miller definitely being out makes a huge difference. Um, but you know, the Broncos, the Broncos are a really talented team. They're just young. And so I went with the Titans with that because of the, you know, I'm taking the experience side, but this is going to be a back and forth game. This is going to be a tough game. They're going to be hitting each other hard. Um, Jarrell Casey is playing, you know, a revenge game against, uh, you know, the team that he played his entire career for. Expect that man to be coming in hot, hitting that young quarterback hard, and you know, that's why I took the Titans on this. But I'm not calling it a lock. That's far.
1: Yeah, no, I, I mean, you can make an. Ar- I like what the Broncos did in the off season. You can make an argument that they stand a chance in the game. I just, I hold the Titans in high regard. I think that you know they have a chance to take that next step, and um, you know, we'll see how things work out.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, the addition of Jadeveon Clowney to that team will be huge. So, um, I, 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 I do like the Titans this year. I just also really like the Broncos this year. So. If you want that to be your lock, bro, that's all right. Start handing me this title early.
1: <laughs> that's my lock. <laughs> all, right. all right. Well, we only really differed on a few picks here. I think um, – what do we got? We got the Bears-Lions game where we differed. Yep. The chargers Bengals. Yep. Uh, Browns-Ravens. <clears throat> yeah, so Art we've – yeah, I think a lot of the season we're going to have a lot of the same picks. Uh, you know, there's only – only a few games that you're going to differ on every week so
0: yeah yeah but this is going to be a good one man I, i'm really i'm really excited for this new season coming up uh just really happy i got here i'm ready for some football man
1: all right me too and be sure to be on the lookout for our review show when we review week one and we go over how our teams looked what happened what did the league look like
0: yep absolutely can't wait to deal with you bro